0: this ministry this is made possible by other people's generosity and I'd love for you to pay it forward join us to reclaim the message and the movement of Jesus together so would you consider giving to this ministry I know that God is able to do immeasurably more through us when we come together thank you so much God bless you and enjoy good morning how we doing Man, it's good, right? Hey, let's give it up for live stream. Can we do that? What's up? What's up? And the people in the loft as well. Woo! And the people in the universe. Hey, we're just glad you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, We've got a treat for you. Uh, We're starting a brand new series called In Living Color. And um, yeah, based on that show, if you guys, anybody remember... Hello, yeah, uh, but we're talking about just having a deep relationship with God, not just a full uh, uh, relationship with God and a full life with God, but what does it look like for, uh, for us to have a deep spiritual uh, relationship with God? So uh, my guest, my guest, uh, one of my favorite people in the world is my sister, Atia. So can you give her a hand when she comes out? Can we do that? Can we make some noise? Okay, right here, right here. Welcome.
1: Well, thank you. They're, they're excited. They're excited. Well, thank you. It's so, so good to be here this morning. Um, just, uh, you know, to be a part of my brother's church and Yo. just to, to be part of this community and to be on stage with you. I yes. I mean, this is a treat. Like It's a treat for you. Well, no. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh,
1: So we're just excited, excited to be here.
0: Yes. So uh, those of you who do not know our story, we're a family of two brothers, two sisters.
1: Yeah. So there's five of us. Yes. uh, Two brothers, uh, three brothers and two sisters.
0: I didn't count myself. (laughs) Math, people, look it up.
1: And so you and I, um, I mean, we're both, you're the second son. I'm
0: the second son.
1: And I'm the second daughter. Yes. Yes. And we're just like, you know, I just think we turned out better. Like can I we think just so. Think that we turned out better.
0: Actually, you have a theory on that, and I think it's solid. It's the live stream. You guys need to write this oh, down. I'm
1: gonna get in so much trouble for this, but you know, I was listening to my niece say this the other day, and she has an older sibling, and she said, you know, I mean, it's like pancakes. I'm the second one. The first pancake is usually like, you know, turns out bad, and you usually end up tossing it away. And so <laughs>
0: I mean, we're not tossing them away. We're
1: tossing them. We'll keep them.
0: We're just saying we're better. We're better. We're better. That's all we're saying. We're
1: we're the second pancake, and we're just (laughs) better, right? (laughs) The
0: second Pakistani pancakes. pancakes. But, I mean, you
1: know, honestly we wouldn't be here without yeah. without them. I mean, Mahmood, our oldest brother. I mean, technically
0: we would be because we need parents for that. But, yeah, we would be. <laughs> we we do owe them a lot.
1: Listen, I live with my sister.
0: Yes, that's true. So and you to so be nice. And so I would not be here. probably watching, too. Hey, Obia. <laughs>
1: she would, I would not be here without her. So yeah. we're just, yeah.
0: Awesome. All right. So here's what we want to do. We want to tell a little bit about uh, growing up in uh, Kuwait. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's where we grew up. We're Pakistani. We speak Urdu. Right. So we speak Urdu. We
1: speak
0: Urdu. We speak Urdu. We speak Urdu. We speak Urdu. We actually
1: Which, yeah, we could. And we, then you will probably they don't have know everybody what I just believe. Said. Yeah,
0: we could do this whole talk in Urdu. But yeah. <laughs> we they won't can, do that. But we don't like
1: to do No. no. Different day.
0: Different day. All right. So, yeah, that was fun. Uh, but uh, and we don't get to do this a whole lot no, that's the thing guys no this is like this yeah so is, this is awesome all right. so besides just having fun up on stage just like that we should get to it so we yeah so we grew up in Kuwait so
1: we grew up in Kuwait you know our parents uh, immigrated from uh, from Pakistan and uh, we the, you know mom and dad just kind of set their roots in in uh, in Kuwait and uh, we were all born there, mm-hmm. and I would say we grew up in a pretty conservative Muslim yeah. home. Um, we followed, you know, the basic principles of Islam and the five basic pillars of praying five times a day, uh, you know, fasting month of Ramadan. Yeah, we we're all Sunni those Muslims. We're Sunni Muslims, mm-hmm. and so I would say we're just pretty conservative with that. Um, and uh, and yeah, I think for for me, you know, just uh, it was a very safe life. It was yeah. there was uh, no real like. Um, Need for really God in my life at, at that point, and yeah. I just, you know, it was just, uh, just, just growing up. I think for me, things started to get serious in 1990. Yeah, you remember 1990? Yeah,
0: the Gulf War. The
1: Gulf War th- happened, and so that's when things started to change a little bit for us.
0: Yeah, it right? did. It did, and you know, and and another Muslim country invaded another Muslim country, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. odd, right there. They were neighbors, I- uh, so that was so strange. I mean, I remember like just imagining getting up stories of like, like tanks on our street. Uh, right, um, right. And life was very different for you guys, too, because, like, so you grew up uh, a conservative Muslim girl. Mm-hmm. You wore the hijab. Right, and, right. Uh, and you didn't go out a whole lot. We I mean, did that not. Was the, your life was not, like, you never left the house right. by yourself.
1: Never did. And then when your friends ever came over, your guy friends, we had to go in hiding. Remember? Obi and I had to, like, go in our rooms. We were allowed to get out. I don't remember that. Oh, it is. I remember that. <laughs> really? I remember that. I would sneak out though a couple of times. Got <laughs> Check away out the guy.
0: <laughs> um, that is that. Yeah. So they were very very different. Very life.
1: different life. Um, yes. And uh, and really, I just. I mean, you know, just going back to um, just the invasion. I mean that, and then war began, and yeah. it just got really serious. It but did. then But then, um, it do you remember
0: the story really quick? Though, do you remember the story you locked me out, and uh, there was a. Uh, there was gunfire. I
1: just knew you were going to bring that up.
0: That was, a, okay, this is a true story. <laughs> I, I got to bring that up, okay? I was tormented here. So here's what happened. We were outside in our, like, we, we lived in a kind of a villa kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. There was an up, uh, like a balcony, but like it was a, it was, it's not a balcony. It's like a, I don't know, a, a upstairs veranda. I don't know. It was open space. Right. Okay? And, um, and, uh, uh, and yeah, and so they, they started, f- there was something going on, and bombs started exploding, right. and anti craft. Um, shots or right
1: was right. flying mm-hmm.
0: you freaked out I did. we both ran you went inside the house shut <laughs> the door and door. locked it
1: <laughs> left you out there left me out
0: there and I was like what's that I'm like let me in And you were so par- you were paralyzed in fear that I was stuck outside
1: it was a hard time I
0: and was I 12. hit the fl- I hit the floor <laughs> I was like oh my gosh she's locked me outside I'm like out, we're like Oh, oh, my gosh. It was, it was it intense. Was, it was
1: intense. I'm sorry. Did I ever apologize?
0: You never did. <laughs> but that's I'm all right. Sorry. We survived. We survived. We survived. Okay, so then we come. Uh, so then my brother gets accepted to college in the States. Um, and uh, we were, he was the only one not in the war. So we were in 1990 in, in, the state, uh, in Kuwait. He's in the States. And uh, he had told us the year before that Mm -hmm. or so that he was a born again Christian. Right. right. And uh, I threatened to kill him. It was a pretty uh, intense. Yeah, I mean,
1: I remember just like, okay, this is going to ruin our chance to come to the US.
0: (laughs) That was was all all I worried about. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I was worried about a lot of things, and, <laughs> and so our relationship kind of ended there, right. but then I got to come to the States after right. the Gulf War, yeah. um, and I think most people know the story, that mm-hmm. supernatural experience with Jesus, right. and then, then Obia, mm-hmm. our, uh, the first daughter, right. gets right. accepted to college, and my dad and mom actually are okay with the, for her coming.
1: Huge step. Yeah, yeah, so
0: she comes to the States, and then... Um, um, and we can get into that too. I mean, right, we wrote a right. book called Ex-Muslim. It's yep. all the stories. Yep. But um, uh, yeah, she comes to Jesus, right, right? Right. And then we're the three of us are here. Mm-hmm. Then you got you, yep. Ali, mom, mom, and dad, dad in Kuwait, right. and then you guys in 1995, right? Right. You guys come here. We came here. So what happened then? And
1: I mean, and so yeah, just you know, fast forward to those years. I remember coming, and I just I knew in the back of my head that Mahmood would still was a was a was a Christian. And so I was hoping that, you know, that but you guys, we we did not, I did not know that you were a believer and, and OBS. And so I remember thinking, okay, hopefully they've talked some sense into him and the things are, you know, not the same. And um, moved here and, uh, you know, a couple of days into being here, I remember asking Obia, I said, hey, so is, uh, are you in a name like Mahmood has, or has anything? And she said, y- yes, we we need to, you know, we need to talk about this. And I was just so just such a, the, the big Jesus bomb, you know, of just like.
0: The big well, the Jesus big, bomb. Yeah,
1: it was. Just it's so you guys know, <laughs> it's in our notes. It's in my notes, yeah. I was like the big
0: Jesus bomb. Okay, that's good.
1: Uh, but it, it was a crazy time because it was, you know, here I was, had half of my family mm-hmm. Christians and then half of us were still Muslims. And I just remember being this place of like just, you know, why would Jesus, why would a God who, Seems to be so good, causes division into the family. I mean, we survived a war and now we're here, and then things are so different. Uh, it just didn't make sense. And I yeah. remember you and I had so many conversations about that. And I remember one night we yeah. were. Yeah, so uh, the, you know
0: what's unique about that night, yeah. though, is, is yeah. that uh, so I so I, I, I got to tell Obia my mm-hmm. story, and then she didn't talk to me for a couple of months or not, and all that. And then she comes to Christ in a crazy experience yeah. at Applebee's. Yeah. Long story. <laughs> uh, and then uh, so the th- it's three of us. And then you guys come okay. and they, you guys don't know. Mm-hmm. She tells you. Right. And I get chosen to <laughs> tell mom.
1: Right. So I
0: take her out for a walk on like I think it was a Sunday night or something and break her heart. Mm-hmm. And it was the it was the awful. Yeah. Um, and so thank you for that. Um, but uh, but it wasn't even your fault because you're some Muslim. I so was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I got done with that, and I was like, I'm not going to have another conversation with anybody yeah. else about Jesus because I can't do this. And so I tell her on Sunday, she goes into, like, serious, she got into her room, yeah. got, like, didn't eat. Just Remember so, that? so
1: angry, yeah. so broken. And then
0: on Wednesday, mm-hmm. she came out, and she was livid. Yeah. And that's, what, well, that's the night that yeah. happened, right? That's the
1: night, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and just having lived through that with mom and just to see what was go- happening in our family and this division. And I, I just remember coming to you, and I, I think I was like, why would you do this?
0: Yeah. Like, you remember, I, t- I she was screaming, and I was like, hey, let's go in the, into this room mm-hmm. uh, and let's just talk.
1: Right, yeah. right, right.
0: Yeah. I remember because I was sitting in the bed, you were sitting on the floor, mm-hmm. and you were like, why did you do this?
1: Why would you do this? And, you know, what's interesting is, you know, prior to that, uh, when, when all this was exploding in our, in our home. Jesus I, bomb was exploding. <laughs> was exploding. in our home. Um, I remember just saying, you know, you know, Jesus, if you're, you know, why would you do this to our family? And if you're real, prove yourself to me. And I just kind of left it there, not, not knowing anything would, would happen or, or anything. I just kind of left it at, you know, just show me that you're, that you're real. And, um, and that's when Wednesday happened. Mm-hmm. You and I were in our bedroom. You know, we had eight, seven of us living in a two-bedroom we,
0: apartment. Yeah, oh, yeah, we did. <laughs>
1: Those were some, some days. But we were in that room, and I, we were talking, just kind of crying, and there was so much uh, just emotion there. And um, it was crazy. Right in that moment, there was a moment that we were talking to each other, and it was like the door opened and God's presence walked into the room.
0: Yeah. And uh, you remember, I, we were crying about something. And then all of a sudden I hear in my soul, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I'm in the room mm-hmm. and I'm going to touch her. And I'm like, I'm like, I need medication. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is going on? So I asked you, right? Yep, yep. I said, uh, do you feel Jesus mm-hmm. in the room? And you looked up and you said, yes. Yeah. And I lost it. I was like, Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> like, <you're> like,
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? And, and I mean, it's still like to t- t- today, yeah. twenty. years
0: later. And I was like, Did later. you just touch yeah. you? And you're like, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's freaky stuff, people. Yeah, yeah. That is.
1: Yeah, I just remember his his presence. Just walking into the room, and it was something i had never experienced before. It was like an actual person that walked in, and um, it just that moment just completely. Completely changed my life.
0: Yeah, and we grew up so different, right? Mm-hmm. Our relationship with God was on a mat, right? You know, right. honestly, like yeah. it was like this. We pray on this thing. Mm-hmm. We pray at this time in this direction mm-hmm. and in a particular language. Yep. It's Arabic. Yeah. Um, and that's it. That's our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember, after the uh, the prayers, you get this moment of yeah. saying whatever you want to say, right? Right in your own language. In your own language. And we were like, <laughs> hurry up and say whatever you want to.
1: Right. Right.
0: The uh, contrast right. and, th- and the contrast
1: of it and the fact that this God would actually step into an apartment to a Muslim girl who, you know, wanted to have nothing to do with him, that God would actually show up. And so it just, uh, it just, it just completely changed my life. And for me, I went into this complete, like, love for him. Oh, yeah. You know, I wanted to just learn his word and seek his word. And just I remember, did you remember that first Bible? Uh, that I got, I actually wrapped it up in a newspaper so my mom wouldn't know or yeah. wouldn't know that I was reading it. And so I didn't want to tell her what had happened. because Yeah,
0: I, so right? yeah, just to clarify, yeah. I had just told mom that the three of us were Christians. Right. And that same night when she was, um, you know, yelling and saying all these things, that same night she became a yeah. follower of Jesus. And the, remember what I told you? I was like, don't, don't tell don't mom. Do, don't, do not tell mom this. I was like, the first thing you need to do, do not deny everything. Like, <laughs> and uh, Jesus
1: says, when you come to me, go tell everybody. And we're yeah, like, whatever. We're not okay, telling anybody. <laughs> we'll do that tomorrow.
0: But today, don't tell anybody. Um, but, yes, you, you had a passion uh, for Jesus. And I got to brag on her. So we did live in a very small uh, apartment. Uh, we were poor. Well, it was the, At one point, it was the seven of us in a two-bedroom. Okay. Um, and... Uh, and then you would, and we, and Dad bought this this Ford, what was it called, Astro something van? Yeah, it was
1: this Ford van. That, yeah.
0: uh. Why are we driving vans? <laughs> Anyways, but we, we had this, and then you would go have your time with God in the newspaper <laughs> in the van. In the van. And so, like, Mom was like, what's she doing? So like, anyway, she's just having some time in the van reading <laughs> the news. Like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, I couldn't tell her. You couldn't I tell couldn't her. I couldn't tell her. And I finally did. And she didn't talk to me for... At least a month. Yeah. It was at least a month. And so, yeah, um, rough, yeah
0: rough. Rough, but good. Rough, but good. Okay, so then we, we all kind of got married, then you mm-hmm. got married, right? Yep, yep, So And then you moved from Charleston to Columbia. Yeah. Tell me about that.
1: And so, you know, I we, we all kind of went our separate ways, and I um, moved to Columbia. I was dating um, Ernest, my husband, um, and uh, he was actually a Pakistani Fox sunny And so yeah, I was oh you know, because I, I grew up loving our culture and that was on my prayer list that God, I want to meet a man who is is a is Pakistani like, because I there's <laughs>
0: only two in the States, so I don't even know how you're gonna do this. And they're both Muslim. So like what are you gonna do? Like
1: But um, but yeah, we you know fell in love, got married, and um, you know, for us we plugged into a community in, in Columbia International Family Church and just found our uh uh, community there and just, uh, you know, just grew in our faith. And for me, it was such a, it was so important to, uh, because I never had any, I didn't have that, you know, growing up in a Christian home. So I wanted to learn. I wanted to pursue all that God would would, would have for me. And so we did that. We served in this church and just uh, found great friends and did life with them. Uh, we, uh, two years into our marriage, we got pregnant and had my daughter, Jenna, who's 10 now, and just... I just remember just being so like, okay, you know, I I wanna raise her in the ways of God and I wanna have her experience the things that I did not experience. And so then just continue to become youth leaders and just, we were just had this home that always had people over. You know, Mm -hmm. we loved the church, we loved uh, God's people. And so we um, were just fortunate to be. Uh, Ernest used to be called the, house, the son of the church, the son of the house and because the doors opened, we were there and and yeah. loved every minute of it um and then you know twenty seventeen for us was was hard and dad dad got sick yeah, you remember that yeah. and then, um
0: but it was so weird because you were pregnant with Leila.
1: I was pregnant with Layla Yep.
0: and your second daughter yep. and then um and then yeah he uh, he passed away dad passed away uh 2017, that kind of shook our family.
1: It shook our family. It was just such a such a hard time, just the way that, you know, he, he ended up passing and, you know, being pregnant at the same time when he was he was ill. And so, you know, dad passed and, um, you know, we felt so fortunate that God had blessed, uh, you know, m- with me for being pregnant and Layla was born. And, and actually her name um, was just so significant for us in that season because Layla actually means the first light of night. And so we just really believed, Ernest and I, that, that God was getting us out of a season of darkness and that she was this light that was going to just bring joy yeah. to our family, not just us, but for all of us, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and dad's
0: passing was tough because, it, you know, he went through the, uh, Parkinson's and it was just a dr- long gone yeah. out experience. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So the, and the and so we go. We survived 2017 and 2018. We're going into it, mm-hmm. and it's the anniversary of Dad passing that year.
1: Right.
0: And then, yeah. and then what happened?
1: You know, uh, you know, we were and, and Layla was. Um, she was born in 2017, and so she was, you know, newborn, and you know, was six months, and we were just kind of getting acclimated to this new life of having a second baby. Uh, especially Jenna was much, many years older. And so we were kind of recovering from that, recovering from losing my dad uh, also because he, you know, with Parkinson's, uh, it took such a toll on our family. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember just having such sleepless nights and, and all that. And so we were just that ki- when
0: He lived with you guys. He lived Mom with and us. Dad lived with you. Yeah. yeah. So it
1: was an everyday thing of just, you know, helping him do things. And so uh, we were just kind of in the season of like adjusting and, and everything and, and just hadn't even fully embraced having a second child. And so um, uh, January, um, you know, uh, weekend, uh, the 13th and 12th, uh, I was, uh, Jenna and I had gone to church and Layla was home with my husband, Ernest, and he hadn't been feeling well that, that day. And so he had just kind of been back and forth with doctor's visits and everything and um Monday came and I went to work like it would just be a you know, very normal day and got a phone call that Ernest was not, not feeling well that I needed to come home. And um, on my drive home, uh, Ernest had had a heart attack and he passed. Um, just very sudden, and I had, wasn't even able to be with him in that moment. And here I walked into a home of, you know, with... Uh, just to, to, to witness what had happened, you know, my older daughter was seven, and Layla was seven months, and um, it was uh, it completely, completely wrecked my world. Completely wrecked my world. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah, so that was that was 2018.
0: Yeah, yeah. I remember um, driving, you know, there right when I got the call, mm-hmm. um, and then taking. Uh, Jenna to a neighbor's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, just just the whole process of taking the body out, and yeah. then then sitting down with Jenna, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know.
1: Yeah.
0: And I remember uh, you were like, "Hey, I can't tell her."
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what I said that day, and and I was, you know, that you guys were there within hours. You guys yeah. all just showed up, showed up to us. But yeah. but but yeah, it. It was like it felt like everything had just died in that moment. You know, everything just just ended. Um, And um, for me, it just uh, didn't quite make make sense what had happened. I felt like it was just maybe a bad dream, and and that that he was just gonna show up. You know, that it just didn't happen. And so, I just went into this like mom mode at that at that point because for me, I still had a baby who you know needed needed me, and so. Um, just completely wrecked everything. We had so much that changed, you know, right within that moment because here we were just in Columbia by ourselves and had family close but not very close. We decided that we were going to move into, move to Myrtle Beach where my sister is, and, uh, and so we just, everything changed.
0: Yeah, I mean, Our, I mean, I remember, like, just trying to figure out, like, all right, so mom and dad used to live with you guys Mm-hmm. dad's not there just it's mom mm-hmm. and now Ernest passed and so what are we gonna do k- next day right, um, right and so we're like okay you can't you move that night like it was a week yeah it was a week and, it was a week, and yeah. then ev- you, you, everything moved everything like, moved mom your life just moved yeah, uh, yeah. your church family all mm-hmm. of that just everything yeah. and now you're in uh, myrtle beach south carolina mm-hmm. and with mom, with Obia, right? Um, but yeah, and then and now it's been four it's years. It's been four years. So, um, thanks for having this conversation. Okay, so. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's Read this. <laughs> uh, okay. What are you learning? So what did you learn about people? Right?
1: Yeah. So and, and, um, Yeah. So I think we have some pictures.
0: Yes, we do. Okay. That's good. Let's, let's go with pictures.
1: Let's go with pictures. Let's go with pictures. Let's yeah, show pictures. Let's do that.
0: Yeah. So that, okay. So yeah, that's Ernest. And, and uh, uh, yeah. Ernest looks like that actor. Who's that actor? Jimmy,
1: Jimmy Smith.
0: He does look he did, like. He does. Yes. <laughs> he does. He does. He always did. Always did. All right. We got next, another one. This is uh, this girls. is uh, this is like uh, this summer, right? L- or, this is
1: no, last summer. Last actually, summer. last summer. Yep.
0: Yeah. Cuties. That's cuties. Yeah. One more. Look at that. Those
1: are my sweet girls. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. All right, now this is the transition. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, this is a good transition. Uh, and we thought we needed tissue for you. Um, yeah, so we're having this conversation because like I said in the, in the beginning, like um, that I want to say, I, I asked you to do this uh, because one, I think you're, this was the best step for you, next step for you, mm-hmm. uh, but also like, I think I'm talking about a series called In Living Color. Mm-hmm. Um, I think so often people just go, you know, and living color means just life, live life to the fullest yeah. or live your best life. And, mm-hmm. and that's all great and all, but, you know, and, but I think God actually calls us to a very deeper life, not just a fuller life where, where you get everything you want in life yeah. and everything's just working out because you've got the formula, right. but it's actually a deeper relationship with God. And mm-hmm. so, so what, yeah, what do, what do you do when you, uh, you love a God, you fall in love with a God mm-hmm. who shows up in the room mm-hmm. and then... You hide from your mom to have times with him, mm-hmm. and you have this great relationship with him, mm-hmm. and he's done all these amazing things. Family, a Pakistani husband. I mean, and then
1: yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So what? What? You know, I, I think um, none of it made made sense. God completely. Um, in that moment just uh, left me so, I felt like he was just completely left me alone in that, in that moment. I just remember, you know, being in this, 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 having this sense of like, not only did, did God um, give, you know, bring me to him supernaturally, but then to, to bring me and promise this life that was going to be so great and this future that we were going to have to just all of a sudden have everything taken away. And I just remember thinking, you know, you're supposed to be this good God. And, you know, I, you brought me out of so much. And here I am feeling like I'm, like, you know, did I disappoint you or did you just disappoint me? Like that moment. And I just, I remember just, you know, thinking that um, I'm just, maybe I'm just done. Maybe I'm just done. Maybe this was not real. Maybe, um, you know, and and um, and I just I just kind of left it at, at that. Um, you know, I had um, just a lot of you know friends and and a community that really uh, kind of rallied for us in mm-hmm. that moment, and it it held us up in that moment, and uh, supported us with yeah. prayer and just uh, you know all kinds all kinds of things. Um, I remember being uh, in this new place and in Myrtle Beach with new people. Everything had changed so much with, you know, just nothing was familiar to me. Not even an an emotion was familiar. Not even God was familiar, honestly, at at that time. And I just, I didn't want to really go to church because I just, I just, I just, I just just couldn't, you know. And if you had seen me in Columbia, I was one of those people that, gosh, I couldn't wait to worship I would raise my hands as, as 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 high as I could, and here I was. And
0: your daughters would always be running around, during uh, run, worship, and right,
1: being involved in worship. Yeah. And so here, sitting in a church, not even standing up for worship, and I just let that be. I yeah. just a I mean, I just said, I, I can't, and I'm just gonna not. Yeah, you know?
0: I, I, I remember you know a lot of our conversations, and you know we were also trying to figure this out. Like, yeah. you know, our our faith got affected by it. I'm mm-hmm. like, so why would you do this to her? Right. Like, you know, why would you allow this? Mm-hmm. And then everybody was trying to figure it out. Like, there are people who are trying to give you advice. Right. 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 I remember when you got that book, you're like, this "Is the first book I'm going to throw away. <laughs> like, it was like a, not even right, right. a month. Right.
1: It was, yeah, it was a couple of weeks. And, and you know, and, and that's just the, it, the crazy, interesting thing about, you know, grief. And when people go through a season like that, I think it's hard for people um, you know, I think people mean well when they want to reach out and they mm-hmm. want to love on you, but sometimes it's. And I think you and I had a conversation about. You know, did it ever get awkward? Did people ever yeah. do. You know, uh, things that just maybe didn't quite yeah, make sense. Yeah, what's that book that you got? It was a book called like oh, a single, was... singles, singles, divorce, and Widowed or something. That like. was the title. I think that was the title, and um, and and again, that I think like,
0: it was. And, trash. <laughs>
1: and I think it was an effort to try to. Um, Try to try to help somebody, you know, but it, it none of it made sense. I think that there was a moment one time. I think we talked about it where uh, a friend said, you know, that, that God maybe you know he's in a better place and you God know God needed an God angel. Needed an angel, and I, you know, and I and I remember thinking that no, his place was here.
0: Yeah. His yeah.
1: place was here with with his yeah, family, yeah, with his daughters. Yeah, I remember. Yeah,
0: like no, no, no. Layla needs a dad.
1: Right. Right.
0: God's not that selfish.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I think this idea, we were talking a little bit about it, that, you know, it's so easy for us to feel better if we just put it in a box and say, well, this is why, and you should feel okay because, you know, God allowed it, God had a better plan and, or something like that, and, and I think that what I've learned is that maybe not, maybe God, maybe God allowed it, but I think that God uh, grieves just as much as we, we do in moments like that, I, I feel that he. You know, he doesn't just like, oh, yeah, you know, this was part of the great plan. It's not. And so maybe when people are trying to reach out, less is more. Maybe not just say things that. And so I, I think with that, that was that was hard to yeah. just. Yeah. Uh,
0: and I think everybody does grief differently. And yeah. as we are talking about this, some of you guys can totally relate to this. Yeah. And others of you like going, you know, I, I, can, I understand the loss of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. I want to make sure you guys understand this. I mean, this is her story. This is our experience. It's not everybody else's. Um, some of you walk through loss and grief and disappointment, and God does something, and you're like, I'm still good. I'm still good. God's still great. And that's awesome, you know? But that's not awesome for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so you went from dancing and singing worship to going, I don't want to even, I don't even know don't if this know. whole Jesus thing was real Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and uh i think that's that's honest right and you know like if we are honest god will make us holy kind of Mm -hmm, thing so mm -hmm. we just need to be honest about this and i think god like we talked about god's not insecure
1: right 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 and and you know i i do want to i i do want to say that you know, there were. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that helped support in terms of friendships and, and community. You know, and, and I just can't say enough about that because yeah. it's it's such it's so important to to have people that are are part of your world and part of your life. Um, you know, our pastor. You know, Pastor Nikki. Um, he was when when Ernest passed. He was like the first one to show up at, at our house, like 20 minutes into it, and just our people came our small group people came um you know uh, and, and just never left and so that was that was so important i mean there were you know we talked about people that maybe did not maybe didn't wasn't the right thing but there were so many people that that
0: yeah. did like, do the right thing yeah and, and you tell a story of uh rena yeah um, and, and i think when you tell a story i just want to say that is the most spiritual thing she could have done right so, yeah. yeah,
1: and so I have this uh, girl, my friend. Uh, I, I say she's my girl. I love her. I like my little sister, um, but she, uh, you know, uh, we had moved, and so I was back for a weekend for something, and um, we were just kind of talking, and I could just see, you know, in her eyes, and in that moment, that she just wanted to say something but didn't know what quite really what to say, and I could see the the brokenness in her eyes too because she's been part of our family, Ernest's life, for such a long time, and so uh, it was kind of crazy. She came up to me, and she said, she handed me this lipstick, and she said, hey, I was at Sephora today, and I just uh, saw this lipstick color, and it made me think of you, and, um, and I just, that, it, it, is, it was the most craziest, silliest thing someone would have done for you, But in that moment, it just completely wrecked me because I was telling you that, you know, it just, what that, what giving me that lipstick in that moment said so much because I was in this grieving phase where I wasn't really wearing any makeup or anything. And so for her to give me that lipstick just said, you know, I know who you are. And color reminds me of who you are. And that this phase of your life is not permanent And I want you to have this because this is you. And I will never forget that moment. It was better than any meal that someone could have prepared for us. It was, uh, even though those things are important, but it just, it just for a moment reminded me of who, who I was. And I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget our small group leaders mm-hmm. who continued to pray for us and continue to stay plugged in. And, and friends who, you know, you know, visited and still continue to do that and just f- always making us feel like we're not alone. And so, um, you know, I, it's, it's, just, it's just so important that when you don't have the strength to do the things, your people are behind you yeah. to do those things. This guy here has walked this journey beside me, and we've, we've had so many conversations, and so it's just been, it's, it's been so helpful to me. Uh, grief Share, we got plugged into Grief Share, and that was, that was, I think you need this. Okay, that was, easy, that was, that was good too, to be part of a uh, grief recovery group that helped me regroup things. Um, you know, we were talking about um, yesterday, um, uh, the, somehow in, in the midst of all this, you know, I had enough, uh, sense to put in a couple of scripture verses in my phone. I don't know how I did it. I think it was at a meeting of share, I didn't want to pay attention. So I'm like, I'm just going to type some things into my phone. This might be a good idea. But uh, what I did with those scripture verses, I set alarms for myself. Huh. And so there were times and they would go off at different times in, during my day. And I would look at these scripture verses. And there were times, honestly, where I was like, oh, not true. But then it started, you know, then they started to feed my soul. And it was like, yes, maybe I do believe this, maybe. And so keeping, keeping you know, his, his word close, I knew that even though I wasn't ready to read it, but yeah. the fact that if it was going to show up, yeah. I was going to intentionally read it and yeah. maybe allow it to maybe resonate with my soul in that moment
0: yeah.
1: or maybe not. Yeah. And that was okay.
0: Yeah, We have a couple of those, right, um, um, that you wanted to share? There was one in. Um, which one you want to share first? Yeah,
1: this, I think there's one in Psalm uh, twenty-eight. I think yeah. we've, we've got that. That was that's a that's a good one. Yeah, it says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My trust. My heart trusts in Him, and He helps me. Um, and that 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 was a key, key verse for me. Just to know that 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 you know God truly is 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 my strength. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about how you know, what have you learned about God in this moment? Mm-hmm. And, and definitely has been, you know, kind of in a, in a quiet place. But I think that I've started to, um, to understand that God is okay with us not being okay. Yeah. You know, he's okay with that. He's okay with us... Um, deciding that today I'm not going to, I can't do this, that there's no pressure on his side for us to, to, get, to get it together. I remember moments of, you know, we talk about this, this experience of God being in the room. Yeah. And there was, a, there was a time where I felt like he might have left the room and I was not ready to, to talk. But then I, I, I started to sense his presence again and realize that, that he truly never left the room all this happened, but God, God just allowed a safe landing for us, a soft place for us to land. Yeah. Um, and and He's been, He's, uh, He's, He's, uh, you know, been in, uh, been close. He's been close. He's hasn't, you know, there's no pressure or anything, but His His presence just hasn't left. He's still uh, in the room. Um, you know, there's a scripture. There's another scripture that I literally love. It's in Job. Um, I think we've got that too, but. Um, just finding a lot of, you know, strength in, in, in Job, and I think it kind of relates to my story. And you know, we all know the story of Job, and right. how there was so much suffering in his life yeah. that didn't make sense. There was yeah. so much family that passed in a day, and then his sheep died, and all his other things. Just, ha- I mean, just, just nothing made sense to him. Yeah. But uh, Job was just so raw and real with God. I mean, this whole the whole dialogue that he has back and forth with God about, yeah. you know, and, and he was just so real. Yeah. And um, and, and the whole thing with that is like, you know, God never left him, you know, and um, there's a scripture that I, that I just wanted to share. It says, you know, I know my redeemer lives and in the end he will stand on the earth. And, um, you know, to me what that says is that God lives, meaning he's here in the now, that he's not like, oh, he's going to live in your better days or there's great things coming for you, but that he lives in the moment now. And in the end he will stand on the earth. And so that to me says that he's here to the end. And Mm. it's not that there's going to be this, you know, this trial, but in the end God's going to show up. That's not real. It's not true. It's that he's going to stand with you till the end, till till, till his last day.
0: Um, And so we talked about like, okay, so how do you, you know, how do we, um, how do we help people who might be going through this? You know, mm-hmm. how have, has God kind of moved you to a point of where where you're sharing now? Mm-hmm. So what is, what would you say? You know, yeah. you talked about this uh, this idea of the best next step mm-hmm. for people. Yeah. Yeah, talk to us about that. Yeah.
1: And so, you know, I would say if you, you know, dealing with grief in your life or have someone that's going through it, um, you know, grief is slow it's so slow, it's so, it's, so, um, it's messy, it's, it's so unpredictable and um, you just have to allow yourself to be in that moment. You have to allow your, your, your people that are dealing with it to be in that moment and, you know, and for me, I just, you know, this idea of like, you don't have to be completely okay and you don't have to be completely broken. Like you can somehow find this medium of just allowing your suffering And maybe some joy and wholeness to just kind of be in one space and just kind of allowing them to be, to coexist in a sense, you know, because to me, there are days with the girls when I'm like, this is such a perfect day. And then I'm like, this is not a perfect day. And it's so incomplete, but then it does feel complete. And so there's this. You know there's this idea of just letting both of those be in the same space, and it'd be okay and learn to accept that and um and and I think that that's um, you know that that's helped me yeah. uh, just remain in that space
0: yeah, I think um, people want to I think it's human nature, yeah. we all want to be in either this space or that, mm-hmm. coexisting in one yeah the tension and mm-hmm. living in that is a little harder mm-hmm. for all of us to be in. But I think that is really truly
1: mm-hmm.
0: not living in denial. Right. Nor living in mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. despair. Right, yeah. right,
1: right. And so just just just, just allow yourself that, that that time, you know, do the next do the next thing. And the next thing could just mean uh, taking a shower or just getting up or eating a meal. And and for me, you know, I just I had to something had to happen because I had such little, my girls were so little. So for me, just to be staying in bed, even though I wanted to do that for days, I I really couldn't. And so for me, it was just, I just needed to get up and, and just show up You know, whether, and it was okay to show up broken, confused, unsure. Um, You know, there were times where my daughter, you know, because we moved and she got plugged into this new school and she couldn't wait for me to come to things. And, you know, mom, and, you know, hey, mom's here. And I'm like, I'm not here. You know, don't, don't call me. Like, I don't want people to know I'm here. I don't want people to ask me why I'm here and who I am because it was just such, it was so hard, but I decided I would show up. Yeah. You know, and um, and I think that's that's yeah. important yeah. to to do that. And
0: yeah, um, I, I I think it's it is not just important; it is the thing. I think mm-hmm. the next step is how you have been able to journey through this. I mean, that a lot of people have told you about how you've been courageous and a lot talked to a lot about like all the things you've been allowing yourself to go through. I think it's so important for us to know that the next step for people, then best next step for whoever, mm-hmm. that's so important for you to do it, yeah. whatever that step is. Right. And uh, Because, I mean, we talk a lot and, mm-hmm. and we talk for, shoot. It's yeah. always late and it's, it's always, always, late, always long. I was
1: tired. Yeah, it's
0: always <laughs> like midnight, and one o'clock, oh my gosh. And so, but you went from being this kind of person with this kind of personality to a very different person mm-hmm. and then came back. Mm-hmm. So, and the only way you, not coming back, then, yeah. but it's you taking the next step. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to say thank you. Thank you for doing that. Um, I think for those of you who are watching, listening, um, our, our goal here is not to just tell the sad story, but mm-hmm. tell the full story of what it looks like you know, when you're in a relationship with God. There's a God who loves us, who never leaves a room, but yet he allows other things to get in, inside that room, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we've talked about this, if if it was God's job to stop bad things from happening, Mm -hmm. he does a terrible job. (laughs) Uh, He should be fired. Um, um, But maybe that's not his job. Yeah. You know? Um, So thank you for allowing us to have a deeper, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's do this. Can we stand? Can we stand? Um, Live stream, thanks for... uh, jumping in and joining us. Just want to talk to you a little bit. Now so we, we planned so that I would pray, right?
1: I think so. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. It's good. It's good. It's all good. Uh we can do that. And I want you guys to understand this. Like uh this idea of this the point of that I am praying and not her. She is a prayer warrior. Um but it's but she'd rather be authentic uh than just go through the motions. So 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 how do we respond today? How do we respond? Um, what's your what's your world look like, right? Um, what's your relationship with God look like? Um, you know, um, we're going to um, take a moment here because we're in person, and we're going to receive communion. Those of you who wanna go get communion, those of you who wanna light a candle, just praying for um, someone, something, uh, maybe go to the cross. Um, But what is your next best step? Um, I think that's the big question. What is your next best step in moving towards a relationship with God? Mm -hmm. So let's pray together. Lord God, thank you. Thank you that you are the God who, um, you're the God who who is always in the room, who walks in and doesn't leave. Father, I know that uh, you've done uh, a work in us, in our family, uh, this Pakistani family that we don't really understand why you would do something like this, but God, you did. And so we're so grateful, so grateful that, um, that you would pour out your mercy on us. God, I also thank you that you're doing the same in the midst of people right now watching, listening, maybe even watching this later on, God. You're doing a work. And I'm so grateful for that. I know that even now you're working in their lives. So God, would 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 you show them the next best step for them? God, we just thank you for that. We thank you for that. In Jesus' name.
1: Thanks for listening to this message from Mosaic Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more audio and video content, visit us at mosaicchurch.tv.